Welcome, historians. Host Austin he they she and host Brenda she her have been waiting for you. Come along for secret histories of nerd mysteries. Yeah, <laughs> the pop filter combined with your microphone, I once again did not hear you clap, so I have to just trust you, which I do, implicitly. I see it. it- <laughs> <laughs> there was a clap last week, but I no longer hear it, because your this microphone's is- just like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> this is why, I'm like watching it, and like, when I'm not talking, it's like flatline, which is not not how we used to record. <laughs> Brenton did a lot of work <laughs> to make it sound like it was quiet. Um, mine's the opposite right now because it's, um, currently, like, uh, 1046, and so the hot tub's still running, so there's, like, a oh, low, good. like, noise. Yeah, you know, the witching hour is 1046 for hot tubs. Yeah, hot tub runs at 9 o'clock. Actually, I think it starts at 930 in the morning and at night. So there's, <laughs> and you, you can't change it. The only way to, like, change it is to unplug it, and mm-hmm. then it will start up once you unplug it. But you can't, there's, like, not a control module where you can be, like... Please, hot tub, turn on it this time. And that's if a it's, terrible design. Yeah, it's from 1992. So. Oh, okay, fair enough. The I fact that it exists is. Did you do you watch American? Did you ever watch American Dad when you no. were a youth and confused? Okay, I did because I thought it was funny. Um, we all have our regrets. <laughs> yeah, we all we all look back uh, with regrets. Um, I will say there's a hot tub episode that is pretty funny because the hot tub is played by CeeLo Green. <laughs> Wait, what? The hot tub is played by it's, Steel. It's like a it's like a smart hot tub, <laughs> and so like the tub like talks to them and like find it. You know, it does like smart hot tub stuff. Um, and it's played by CeeLo Green. And of course, at some point, the hot tub like sing. There's like a hot tub song he sings to them. Oh my god! And that is like it, that is the one episode of American Dad. I'm like, if you can stomach. The rest of Seth MacFarlane's shenanigans, it is worth it for Hot Tub CeeLo Green. <laughs> um, it's like every so often they get a hit. Yeah, and it's it's Hot Tub CeeLo Green. That's all I got. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I will take your money if you want me to show your show more. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I think, checks notes furiously, episode 10 of season 20 was had an indubitable spirit and an incorrigible wit <laughs> looks looks directly into camera i am read on oh i am not being paid to say this i truly love all of seth mcfarland's creations smile and wave this is an audio medium what <laughs> i think ted is oh god the- please please <laughs> You listen. Someone's gonna demand we review Ted, and I refuse. No, no. <laughs> we're not gonna watch Ted. We'll watch a lot of stuff. Like, listen, I'll watch Four Hour Justice League twice. I will spend an entire day watching that before I watch Ted. Okay. Look, we watched Four Hour Justice League. Did we talk about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? 
No, we refused. We did watch oh, it yeah. though. That was I have seen it. <laughs> we watched Stinky. it and we were like, no. <laughs> we can't. I think even. this movie hates women. <laughs> <laughs> That's whenever we get approval for special episodes, we'll do one on that, okay? Yeah, because yeah. we would spend an hour and a half just like ripping on that movie and i would feel compelled to watch it again to get a good fresh eyes on it Mm -hmm. and then i'd immediately be reminded why i didn't want to watch it yeah i fell asleep because it came out on christmas so it was like a christmas day movie which we didn't really have any it was it was and it was such a like shoved into like you could feel them going back to film the quote-unquote christmas christmas The reshoots at the end, it's like, I know this movie was supposed to come out over the summer. Yes. So I know <laughs> this was not in here. Christmas movie. This is like, let's shoot a film scene at the end where it's Christmas and also the old Wonder Woman's there. The coolest part about Wonder Woman 1984 is that it takes place in a certain abandoned mall and I knew which mall it was and I was just like, <laughs> We have other news. <laughs> we do. Um, Chip and Dale. Yes. Chip you know and them? Dale, not Chip and Chip- Dale. Chip and yeah, we're not talking about the Chippendales yet. What's funny is Chip is like Chippendale is it, it is Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes, which is oh, I've always thought like that's uh, that's unfortunate. Like who got to the I who got to that name first? Anyway, <laughs> they're getting a movie. <laughs> it looks okay. It looks baffling. I'm so baffled by it. Um, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Like I just I have no idea. What's wild, right? So this is it comes out May 20 of 2022. This mm-hmm. if you're Current on this show, it comes out this year that you are listening. If yes. you are listening in the future, it's already out. You can go watch it. Um, it's already out. You can go watch it. And then you can watch the ghost of the movies where we talk about it. Because <laughs> exactly. you can bet your butt. We will gonna... because it's it's a Dis- it's going to be directly Disney Plus. So in my mind, it's like straight to TV is what yeah. I'm thinking. But it clearly has a budget of not straight to TV. It's like... Almost theater quality, but like not quite. There's like yeah. some of the animation still kind of, which is weird because it has at the end of the trailer a joke about uncanny animation. And it's mm-hmm. like, I've been staring at Chip <laughs> this whole time in his like, definitely is like a t- like 3D animated 2D amalgamation. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, he gets a, um, sur- in the trailer, they re- he gets a surgery to be 3D. <laughs> Oh, Dale gets the surgery. Chip is right, still Dale. quote unquote 2D. <laughs> I always confuse them forever. I've never once gotten their names right in my whole life. I they're no like worries. they're the friends that are a unit. So when you see them, you just say both names because you've long ago forgot which one's which. Exactly. I think I'm correct in that Dale got the CG surgery, <laughs> which I think is funny. <laughs> I don't know because Dale's the like if it's like a straight man, funny like Dale's funny man. Yeah, Dale's the funny man, and then Chip is the serious Indiana Jones archetype. Oh yeah, it says right here, Chip works as an insurance salesman while Dale had CGI surgery. What does Chip do that's not a career? (laughs) Uh, I'm confused by him being an insurance salesman, but okay. Um, Yeah, Dale works to convince- You wouldn't wouldn't get insurance from a chipmunk? (laughs) What I I think is hilarious is, Mm -hmm. it's one of those movies where it's like, they were famous, and they are cartoons, but also everything, the real world is also real. Like, it's like yes. a like a, like a a Roger Rabbit thing. This is, I mean, I think it's confirmed that this takes place in the Roger Rabbit expanded universe. The Roger rabbit universe. <laughs> yeah, Roger Rabbit's there. Like, at the beginning, they're like, look, it's Roger Rabbit! You 
80s kids. You remember Roger, right? And you love him and you're going to watch this movie. Um, yeah, this movie is like, uh, it, it really plays into like the Disney afternoon. So I'm hoping we mm-hmm. see Goliath, you know? Yeah, I'm too. Aladdin's there. Um, do we see? I feel like we see the ducks, right? Yeah, you see Scrooge McDuck do like the jump into the money thing mm-hmm. in like a space. I don't really know where he's at. He's doing a jump into the money, and then you see like Aladdin from behind flying you on a carpet. Pa- you see eighties uh, Paula Abdul. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> and it's it's actual Paula Abdul, but de aged, which I am so curious if we get to interview like a. Uh, like Hollywood star to ask like what's that feel like to be like we want you but we need to de-age you like what that has to feel weird right yeah it's like we need you but we need 80s you so we're still gonna pay you but essentially we don't have to so be aware yeah of that. <laughs> be aware we we can 100% CGI you in in um, completely you're barely relevant Paula <laughs> that is unless uh you um own the rights to your image which is a whole thing yeah, like that's a, if you ever if you have any aspirations for being in Hollywood, you should make sure you talk to your team about doing that because if you don't, people will just like put your face in movies. Yeah, you'll end up with like a hologram of yourself in a Hershey's commercial. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> one last um, thing about Chippendale Gadget is there, but they don't emphasize her at all, and I'm like, this is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Do you know how many furries are out there? Like, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because the original voice of Gadget is Gadget. Um, really? So, what? Yeah, it's uh, Trish Trish Mac McNeil McNeil McNeely. Uh, let me see. Yeah, she the still origi- work. Oh, yeah, she was the original voice of Chip and Gadget. Oh, oh, but they—that's <laughs> another thing. Like, okay, so they didn't bring her back for Chip. Yeah. Um, Chip and Dale just have regular dude voices now. Yeah, it's just John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Which is a combo. <laughs> <to be laughs> it's just—it's sure. just them. And it's like, I know they did that with um, DuckTales, the last DuckTales reboot. They had the ducks with, like, not mm-hmm. duck voices. Wasn't, yeah. wait, wasn't What's-His-Face one of the ducks? Which, you gotta... Sonic. Sonic. I'm blank. You just said his name, and I've already forgotten, because <laughs> that's, and, that's the kind Andy of Andy Sandberg? No, the other one. John Mulaney? N- oh, wait, no. Wow. I was like, I don't no. think any of them are in DuckTales. Yeah, you're right. Fuck, I got, you're, I got. Sonic oh, you're thinking of with, of, movie Sonic, of movie Sonic, yeah, of movie, of movie Sonic. Is I got he? My white comedian, so mixed up. I think he is. He is one of the ducks. What's his though, name? Right? What is his name? Wait, what's his name? Wait, what is his name? It's Wait, movie uh, Sonic voice. It starts with a B. It's not the Watterson. Ben Schwartz. I love you so much, Brenda. I would, I would do anything for you. I love you. Um, yeah, he's he's uh he's Dewey. Okay, I was like one of these guys. So the other thing, the original voice of Dale is also in the movie. Who is he? Uh, Corey Burton. He is a housefly. He's Zipper. Who he? Oh, he's Zipper. Yeah, he's he's Zipper. Who he he like makes noises. Uh, yeah. Um, oh. so he's going to be Zipper and someone else, because he, he did, like, a lot of the other unintelligible, and, because, un- like, there's always the characters in animal shows who are, like, more animal, who just make noises. He's, like, a lot of those. Yeah. Um, so it's weird that, like, the original voice for Chip and Dale are in the, at least they're in the movie, but it's weird they're not, and I know why they aren't, it's so, like, people want to see it, 
it's the mm-hmm. whole Hollywood effect, you know? But Yeah. You know, it's like how Justin Timberlake um, played Theodore in the Chipmunks movies. Jesus. <laughs> but with that one, they have, like, chipmunkified voices, so you can't mm-hmm. tell it's Justin Timberlake. Yeah. It is What's weird because point? a lot of people compare this to the um, live-action Chipmunks movie and not Roger Rabbit. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's like Chipmunks. And I'm like, Roger yeah. Rabbit's literally right there. Right there. This is more like Roger Rabbit because, like, Roger Rabbit was like, we're tunes. We're, like, actors. We live in, like, our own world. And it's about, like, tunes coexisting with the mm-hmm. real world. But mm-hmm. in the 40s. So Roger's been around a long time. Yeah, right. Ro- <laughs> I guess. So I guess cartoons are immortal. Ooh, what a curse. Yeah, a curse. And someone draws you and now you live forever? Or is it, or do they just exist and we film them? Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think they're actors. Like, they're actors that can never die. That's, I mean, if that was real, Hollywood would love it. Yeah, that, like, movies would only have tunes in it. I mean, yeah, I absolutely, guess. Absolute, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they can't die. They can't get hurt? Question mark? They, they can't. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing with Roger Rabbit is that you can't kill a tune. And then so, someone makes something that kills a tune. Did we did we get that technology safe? Because the whole premise of this movie is um one of the like I think it's uh I forget his name, one of their like original cast members, quote unquote, go- goes missing and that's why they team up again. Yeah, he like gets a cheese addiction, which he already <laughs> kinda had, but it gets worse and it destroys his life. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this movie is either gonna be good or bad but it goes directly to disney plus so we're gonna watch it oh we're definitely gonna watch it and then just like immediately do an episode on it also i mean my favorite thing the tagline it's not a reboot it's a comeback and so i'm like are you gonna make more chippin because if you don't make more chippendale after this like it right it's not a comeback yeah it's not a comeback (laughs) ducktales was a comeback right exactly they they had like a whole series yeah I guess this is a comeback because it's, like, a sequel. So, like, they're acknowledging, like, the previous one existed. But it's still kind of like a... a And I guess it's not a reboot because it's acknowledging that all of that stuff happened and they're just actors. The interesting thing is that it's in the Tooniverse and that Disney... I will be very interested to see when they do interviews in the press circuit, like, how they got to use some of the Toon stuff they're using and, like, how that shook out. Because we've... I mean, we've talked in passing about Roger Rabbit. Like, that was a whole thing. Um, we've seen some non-Disney IP stuff in the movie that, like, they don't own, we're pretty sure. Yeah, someone's wearing a Batman shirt in a scene. And, like, that doesn't happen. Like, someone might no. be like, oh, they're just an extra. It's like, no, they, like, when you're an extra in, like, a real like a real movie, not, like, a A24 film, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, like, you get, like... A packet of stuff you can and can't do, can and can't say, and can and can't wear. Yeah. When I was in the audience for Slime Time Live, I was wearing a shirt with Tigger on it, and they made me flip it around so you couldn't see it. Yeah, like, it, that doesn't just happen. That's like, that no. was like a, that's like, even to do that, they had to have numerous meetings. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see. Wild. Next on the docket. <laughs> in other movie news... <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Bruckenheimer of Detroit, Michigan, <laughs> uh, is making a live-action movie at Paramount based on the popular toy franchise yeah. Beyblade. People like Beyblade. Some people like Beyblade, <laughs> but I wouldn't say it's popular. No, I wouldn't say it's pop. I so don't think it was ever popular. This article from Deadline 
Quote, the spinning top toys, hyphen, a competitor of Pokemon, pause, no, absolutely not. I I don't know who wrote this article. I don't know who fed you that information deadline. I don't know what fuck are you talking to. I don't know if it was Jerry Bruckenheimer himself. He doesn't know what he bought then because no, you ask any single 30-something, it, that wasn't even, they're not even the same fucking category. They're just both from no. Japan. Like, yeah, they're both, they both had animes, they're both from, like, yeah, it's, they're, they're tops. You yeah. Battle, battle tops. Battle not- tops. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, po- it's not Pokemon. It never, really, one, it came out, like, a, like a decade after Pokemon, and it's like, there's no card game, you battle tops, you believe in the heart I'm of sorry, the I can't say tops. battle tops anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Battle tops I... insinuates the, the existence of battle bottoms. No, no. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not accurate at all. <laughs> um, never, never once did, were they ever seen as competitors to any child on any playground at all, ever, even once, ever. That's no. If, I don't know if Beyblades saw themselves like that. Hopefully, they didn't. Um, for like, I feel like even <laughs> like yeah. To think of yourself as a competitor of Pokemon is like a re- is like a really big ego, frankly. Like as much as I don't believe anyone should be like uh, like the apex and unbeatable, Pokemon's pretty fucking up there. Yeah, whenever someone rolls in and they're like, "This is the Pokemon killer," I'm like, "Please stop saying that." Yeah, it's like <laughs> Yokai Watch, like Yokai no. Watch. Oh, I hate Yokai Watch. Rolled in really hot being like we are the pokemon killer we're like pokemon but we're better <laughs> you like our uh ghost and dead cat <laughs> yeah it's like anytime something rolls up like this is what's gonna beat pokemon i'm like whoever wrote this article doesn't know what you're talking about uh poke whatever beats pokemon will probably just be pokemon themselves eating their tail yeah, is it like a sick Pikachu or a Boros? Yeah, that's that, that's what's gonna beat Pokemon. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have no idea what this movie's gonna be like. Jerry Bruckenheimer, for people who know, is like attached to like Transformers, uh, Top Gun, CSI Miami, <laughs> um, Bad Boys, Bad Boys, National is, Treasure. He is one of the only. I think he's the only still producer. Where the top two movies for an opening weekend were both his movies. Jeez, it was what like were one those of the, movies. It was one of the Pirates of the Caribbean and Bad Boys Two. Yep, that make that checks out. <laughs> uh, so I, I have no exactly zero idea what this is gonna look like. Yeah, um, I'm like, is Nicolas Cage gonna be in it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine Jerry Bruckenheimer on a set. With whoever directs this movie, and then like, no, it's let it rip. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let it rip. Because you gotta say that. I what I my it. personal theory, Brenda, is they don't know what they bought. I don't think they know. I think like- they bought this and announced it, and they have no idea because this article from Deadline that they because this is the exclusive, right? So they this is what they sit in Deadline to post. Frankly, like when a big mm-hmm. studio makes a purchase like this and gives someone an exclusive, they're like, this is what you can say. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the line. The pick is an early development, but the Transformers studio will likely be considering franchise potential given the popularity of toys, which has sold hundreds of millions of units. Pause. 
Beyblades have sold hundreds of millions of units because it's made of cheap plastic tops. That yeah, Beyblades kids, that kids like. Sales. They're like, what if we let it rip into the street and then their Beyblade gets run over? And they're like, Mom, I need a new Beyblade. And the Beyblades cost like ten bucks. And the mom's like, Sure, whatever. <laughs> like, I, it, do they sell well here? I don't know. I tried to find numbers for like what they sold here, so I couldn't even corroborate that they've sold hundreds of millions of units. I don't know if that's worldwide. I don't know if that's global. I don't know if that's throughout their entire lifetime. It feels like a lifetime to me, personally. One second. I have a weird hunch. Are Beyblades big in China? Ooh, I wonder if they're big in China. Because when you said like, oh, Transformers, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, well, we know we keep getting Transformer movies because Transformer movies do ridiculously well in the Chinese market. And I'm like, do Blade? Beyblades do well in the Chinese market. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to, I can't find anything set. So I don't know if we have any listeners who like have been to China and seen a a corporate ton of Beyblades or, you know, if you just are in the know of whether or not, this could just be like an unfounded theory, but- this I mean, I am extremely done this before. curious as to like, like that line, fran- they're considering, they could be considering franchise potential. I hope not. I don't know what they think this movie's going to do, but it's not going to do that. Um, yeah. The Beyblade, like, I have a fondness for Beyblades because I grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they still make the anime. I know kids are still into them because they still are in, they've like, they come and go in like toy sections, right? Like they'll be... Like, it feels like a year of Beyblades are hot again. Yeah, like, they're in stores right now. Yes, like, it it came back right now. And I know, like, a lot of 30-somethings are rediscovering Beyblades. Like, I have friends Mm -hmm. who rebought Beyblades for the first time. I know um, even, like, a few, like, actors, like, Eric Ishii, like, released, like, a video of, like, her playing with her Beyblades. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, I know, like, it's it's that time period, right, where, like, we're all, like, rediscovering things we like as kids or, like, Oh, I wish I still had that. Like, if people don't have it, like, I could just buy one. And they're so just people in stores. Are, like, people are doing that because they're like, like, I'm like, I want a Beyblade. I probably won't use it. It'll probably just be like something I use to decorate my nerd area because I like Beyblades because I miss yeah. owning one. Um, they're smaller than you expect them to be because, right? like, in the show, they're about the size of a hockey puck. Yeah, like, they're in the not old- that big. Yeah, they are like the size of like a fifty cent piece because they're maybe. a top, and that's physics. They can't be yeah. that. Like you can't they be. Can't. Big. They can't be big. That's very dangerous. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. And it's also like always weird whenever an American studio buys a foreign property. Like this is a. It's a Japanese thing. Um. Yeah. A lot of the motifs in like the anime make sense from an anime, and I can't imagine it for like a Western Hollywood production. It's like you have a spirit that which lives within a right. Beyblade, and you have to communicate with. I guess that's where the Pokemon thing comes from, but it's yeah. like you don't get to hang get out one. with. <laughs> yeah, you just get like you don't get to hang out with like um bl- blue eyes drag. <laughs> Drac- you're thinking of Dragoon. Oh, it's just Dragoon? I could get the Dragoon, and I was like, that's too simple. No, it's Dragoon! (laughs) And I think Uh, his American name is Tai. I don't know his Japanese name, because I've never watched the Japanese anime. Yeah. I mean, I just watched reruns on Toon Disney. Yeah, exactly. In the Jetix block. (laughs) There's Dragoon. His rival had a tiger. I don't remember his name. I remember the tiger. It's Sai. His rival's name is Sai. He he was like the, he got to keep a Japanese kind of name, because he's the cool Mm. one. Yeah. Because right, he's I'm like the, at 
He's like the ninja kid. Yeah, he's got the scarf. That is just a classic shonen garbage design. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is like, looking back, I'm like, I'm sure the Beyblade anime isn't good. Look, it is it is what it is. And I remember yeah. it being moderately enjoyable as like yeah. a kid's shonen yeah. gacha even, series. Even as a kid, I was like, this is like on the line of what is and then Yu-Gi-Oh came out and I was like whoo thank god yeah it's like okay Yu-Gi-Oh superior <laughs> that's when they were trying to get us to watch like Duel Masters yeah. and Zatch Bell and oh god <laughs> and Bo 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 well I mean I think it is and I think where that Pokemon line comes from then we can move on is mm-hmm. it is I think a time period where a lot of western studios that were like get like bringing things over for translation we're like trying to find like another pokemon yeah they're like oh zatch bell you have like a buddy oh beyblades there's like a a creature okay that's like pokemon oh uh and so i think a lot of things were like being brought over that frankly did okay here that they thought like we can sell toys of this because beyblades is literally about toys and mm-hmm. it's kind of like pokemon and that is like where it ends for all executives at the time period for sure yeah before we move on, I have a very brief story about Bakugan, which is another one. Battle oh, Brothers. God. It was, like, weird. It was even weirder <laughs> Beyblade. Yeah, it was like they were balls, and you rolled them out, and then they fought. But anyways, yeah. I'm at Target right when Bak- like, Bakugan, this is the first wave, because I think it came back. But I'm just hanging out at Target, I'm, like, with a friend, and then i just, like, looking at the toys, and I'm just like, oh, what are these Bakugans? You know? <laughs> I Sometimes I just intentionally say things wrong. And this kid, like, this, like, eight-year-old kid who's also looking oh, at them was just like, oh, God. excuse me, it. it's Bakugan. Yeah! And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> That's my story. That's Unhinged, the only memory. Unhinged his jaw. He's like, do you also say manga? Do you say Pokemans? And I'm like, no, I don't say Pokemon. Po- don't Pokemans. cite the old text to me, which <laughs> Yeah. I was there when it was written. My other fun say... fact is yeah. Jerry Breckenheimer went to my high school. What? No. Yeah. What? Well, because he's old, he's an older white guy, right? So a lot of yeah. older white guys in Hollywood that are from Detroit went to uh, Mumford High School in Detroit before white flight happened. Oh my goodness! So it's weird because like the high school has like pictures of like all the famous people who went there, you know, who like go on like Jay Bruckenheimer and other people. Um, but they like super do not come back to the city or give back oh. at all or even acknowledge it even once ever. <laughs> Besides, oh like God. when he came for Transformers, but he didn't come to the school. <laughs> he was just like. This is the closest I'm ever getting to Detroit. Yeah, he, he like, acknowledged being from Detroit for, like, the press circuit, but he didn't, like, talk about the school, uh, because it's full of black people now. Anyway. (laughs) Jerry! It's wild! Uh, Yeah! Other things that are wild. What? The movie? Yes. So, y'all voted. Thank you so much, everyone who voted. That was, like, some ridiculous turnout. That was, like, a hundred... Yeah. A hundred people voted, and that's really incredible, and that really helps us out. And thank you so much for voting. And thank you so much for making Waston. Oh my god, what? (laughs) Austin, watch Megamind. (laughs) 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 Megamind was good. It was good. Austin, on your, um... Your scale of DreamWorks films, where does it fall? Oh, God, I didn't expect that question. Uh, Always wait, keeping I, you on your toes. Yeah, I gotta look up DreamWorks films real quick before someone fucking flames me for forgetting one. 
Uh, it's definitely up there. So while Austin's looking, Megamind is a 2010 um, DreamWorks oh, shit, animated okay. film. It came out the same year as Shrek Forever After, which is the fourth Shrek movie, and How that's to Train right. Your Dragon. And that's why it didn't see Megamind. Yes, because DreamWorks released three whole ass movies in one year. And it felt desperate. It Yeah, it, they're just cranking these out. And it's like, and at this point, they'd already released Shark Tale and Over the Hedge, which were A bad. A bunch of bad movies. Yeah, it's bad movies to... For, and, like, Shrek 3, also bad, you know, like, so it, How to Train Your Dragon was, like, the turning point of, like, maybe they can make a good movie. Mm-hmm. And then they made Megamind, which was good. And then Shrek Forever After was mediocre. And then it was just, like, boom, downhill from there. Yeah. Sorry, Kung Fu uh, Panda 2 is fine. <laughs> I've never seen any Kung Fu Pandas. Uh, so on the DreamWorks list, okay, so it's not, so, okay, so the top of DreamWorks for me is Eldorado. Yes. Um, I think Megamind is better than Shrek. Mm-hmm. I'm on the fence about How to Train Your Dragon because I like the first one, but then it went on to make more, and we know my beef with How to Train Your Dragon and the Oscars. Um, yes. I think I think it's like Eldorado, Megamind, Shrek, How to Train Your Dragon. Because there's a, there's a lot I haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wait, Prince of Egypt too. Okay, wait. Let me restart. Megamind is like solid four for... F- At least in the top five of the It's in the, the top Dreamworks five films. for sure. Yeah. I would say it's also definitely in the top five. I think as a parody film, because it is like a very like distinct parody of superhero films. Yes. I think it's so solid. I think just like plot wise character wise as far as like subverting expectations like there's like a big plot point that you expect to happen towards the end that doesn't happen and i fucking love it <laughs> like, yeah and they they make you think it did and you're like oh wow yeah you're like okay that was predictable but okay and then this plot point never happens and it's just the story is so much stronger for it yeah absolutely it's so good so I yeah wish i had seen this sooner mm-hmm but the reason I didn't is because it was like 2010. It's like when a lot of it's when a lot of these movies are just like being shoved out, like these animated movies that feel like they're like to make parents spend money at the movie. Yeah. Um. I'm also at that age where I'm like, I don't need to see that movie. I'm also at the age of where I'm extremely exhausted of Will Ferrell. That too. Yeah, I feel that. Um. So there are a lot was... of things that are like I'm yeah. not going to see. Like I was exhausted of Will Ferrell. I was already tired of Jonah Hill. Like he was already being like shut in my face. He's like the same guy in every movie. And I'm like, this is mm-hmm. boring. Even Which, in this one, he's just like, he's, his character model looks like a character of himself. Yeah. It's the same Jonah Hill thing. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad that he's not typecast anymore. I now know like he wasn't a fan of that. He was like, yeah, please stop just making me be the fat jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, So not his fault at all. It's not anyone's fault when they're typecast. Yeah. doesn't make me as a consumer more excited to see it. Exactly. And then like kind of like what animated movies were then is sort of what superhero movies feel like now in that yes. there's just so many. There you, Too you don't many. know which Yeah, it's like I still have not seen Eternals or Shang-Chi and it's like I just can't bring myself to do it because mm-hmm. there's so many. I'm like yeah. how is this one different? Yeah. I haven't seen Eternals. <laughs> I will sidebar and say Shang-Chi is very, very good. Yeah, that one. bottled water. Um, (laughs) That one I need to see. Eternals, maybe I'll see it someday, but it's also three hours long. Yeah, it's very long, and I want to see it to support it. Yeah. And I'm I'm worried worried they're going to make it, 
and not connect it to anything ever and just be like, this never happened. I have no connection to the characters and none of the trailers made me care about the characters. Yeah. But Megamind. I guess like, yeah, Megamind, sorry, we're just talking about superhero movies now. Megamind so is Megamind, a superhero movie. <laughs> it's a superhero it, origin story. Yeah. Megamind is the story about um, the titular character, Megamind, whose planet explodes a la Superman and he like lands in a prison on Earth as a baby. <laughs> And for and some reason, that's just accepted. Um, th- like, they're just a baby in this jail now. Uh, also, I guess at the kind of the top, spoilers for 2010's Megamind, if that <laughs> bothers you, pause and go watch it. Yeah, just go watch uh, it if you think you would like it. Just stop the podcast, go watch it, come back. Anyway, right, yeah, back. so he, <laughs> he crash lands in a prison. This is just like accepted. They also arrest the baby later for like, which I was like, I was like, it started, and I was like, okay, I believe Brenda, but this is a bit much to ask me at the start of this movie. Yeah, I like had forgotten about that part, and I was watching it, and I was just like, oh shit, oh damn. <laughs> and fortunately, it gets better. It did gets it it gets almost better. immediately. Yeah, it's it's a very short sequence, and when you're like, okay, <laughs> all right, um, I, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I would say it gets better almost immediately. The the like that is a bit much, and then. The whole, like, essentially his whole, like, childhood is a bit much to be like, okay, like, people are that mean to kids, but I don't know if, like, this mean is, this mean is, like, a bit exaggerated, and it's, it is to drive a point home. Yeah, and it, it, bam, drives that point home, yeah. because there's another alien child who lands at the same time, but lands in, like, a rich home, and yeah. is, like, he's popular, everyone loves him, and it's, he's like, perfect hair. he's perfect hair, He's like Superman baby. Um, mm. I, I did fucking lose it when he just picks up the whole school and flies away. <laughs> like <laughs> It's a bit much. I know. Because they're going to school in this, this like old, old, old timey one room schoolhouse next to a prison. It's like right next to the jail. And he just picks up the whole school and like fucks off. Um, it is very much like the premise of like the the Superman character, uh, Metro Man. We don't ever like. There's Metro Man and Mega Man. They don't have a name mm-hmm. besides that. Uh, they do kind of make it feel like his story is like, what if Superman was a was raised by rich people as an asshole, but not like that. Like it's not like Superman's evil. It's like Superman just is actually a jerk. Yeah, he's just like privileged. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Superman was like a privileged rich, rich kid instead. He is like none of the humbleness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh and he's kind of a monster but not in that way either um and so it's extremely interesting because megamind decides at that point like the only thing i'm good at is being bad so then he becomes a super villain mm-hmm. uh and as there's megamind and metroman and they have superhero fights for I, like 30 years or something probably feels like how they're supposed to be yeah it's got like a because <laughs> as the trivia told me from oh. the um, IMDb TV trivia, um, they both land in 1991. So, all right, one of both, us is one of us is, is one, they both land in, in, they both land in Michigan in 1991. Yeah, because so Metrocity is in Michigan. Uh, <laughs> so one of us is uh, Megamind, and one of us is Metro. I guess Brenda is Megamind because she just said Metrocity, and I've been <laughs> saying Metro City. So okay. So the whole thing with him saying, because Megamind um, pronounces words wrong through the entire movie, and this is like a character trait, which I was watching this and I was just like, holy shit, I do that. 
that's my sense. I, I do it as like a humor thing, but mm-hmm. like I literally like he's pronouncing like he's like when I went to shul instead of shul. school. And it's like, it is funny because um, when you see the school finally, you see the C is missing. Is it? Oh my yeah. God. When they go, when they finally go back, they go back eventually to the old schoolhouse uh, for reasons we'll get to. Um, they show it says like schoolhouse, but it's like S blank, like it like the C is like smudged, so it looks like an a, a H. So it looks like shul. Yeah, so it looks like shul. And it's Metro so City, fun. when they show like the sign, it's like one word, so he's like metrocity, and like Metro City. And fair to be fair, I'm like, well, if it's one word, it's not Metro City. To be fair, yeah, it's like how like Metropolis is is Metropolis in like the Superman comics. It's mm-hmm. not Metropolis, <laughs> like it's Metropolis. <laughs> so you can't really blame him. Megamind is right when he says like melancholy, Me- like melancholy. Of. <laughs> <laughs> so Megamind has one friend, and it is Minion, a sentient fish? It's like a fish alien, and, like, it's implied that he was, like, he was given to Megamind as a baby by his parents, and they were like, here's your Minion, and it's kind of, like, insinuated that, like, this is kind of, like, this thing's supposed to take care of him. Yeah. Um, And it's his only friend. <laughs> also, he remembers being a baby. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Which I guess is attributed to like he has like a his super he has like a super brain. Yeah, big ol' head. Big. Big. Big blue. (laughs) Big blue head. Um This movie is extremely funny. I wasn't expecting to be as funny as it was. Uh there's like a Lois Lane type character. Uh her name is Roxanne. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, I yeah, funny story about Roxanne is I did one of those like what character like it was like one of those picture you take a picture of yourself and then it tells you like what animated character you are mm-hmm. and I fucking got Roxanne. Incredible. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. But so she is like extremely entirely perturbed and bored at the whole like back and forth because like she's like the lowest lane type character and is treated like his like love interest because she's the top reporter lady on him uh and so megamind always kidnaps her and there's a scene in the opening where he kidnaps her and he's like ha ha i will now torture you with and she's like the laser and he like he's like no uh the and she's like the like <laughs> and like she's like can we please go to the part where i go home and take a shower yeah. and like megamind like telecast to metro man and he's like I kidnap your girl. She's like, I'm fine. And he's like, Roxanne, don't worry. I'll save you. She's like, I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> She's like entirely like, oh, can we please stop the dick measuring contest? I have like a show to watch. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I got stuff to do. I got notes I got to take. I got to like write an article. Like, let me go. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm in the like observatory like i this i'm in hideout four can we please move on yeah exactly uh um, but it works megamind kills metro man move roll credits <laughs> exactly like it so megamind actually manages to kill his superhero and then it's like well what do you do after that like mm-hmm. he doesn't do have because they mock um because so like metro man goes to the observatory and gets trapped and he like can't get out because the observatory is lined with copper and mm-hmm. he's like copper my weakness and Me- megamind's like are, are you serious <laughs> <laughs> it's what copper what <laughs> like which that's i love it? because like uh a lot of the older classic dc heroes have like weird like yellow 
this rock. Yeah. Uh, which I just enjoy the mock. Like, his Megamind's like, he's like, it's Line of Copper. Megamind's like, yeah, it's an observatory. That's like, a, that's like a thing. Uh, and he's like, it's my weakness. And Megamind, like, looks into the camera like, are you for real? <laughs> are, you, are you shitting me right now, Metro Man? <laughs> copper? uh and then yeah metro man dies megamind shoots him with a death ray powered by the sun yeah from a satellite yeah and then uh uh metro man dies and it's and then uh the city's like now what megamind and he's like it's something really evil for sure (laughs) he has no plan no plan whatsoever uh and it's just so funny yeah it's it like subverts your expectations, like, but the timing is also like just really snappy. Because mm-hmm. oh, it's really it's so soon good. into the movie, like you meet Metro Man and then he dies, which yeah. is great for me because I hated him the second I saw him. He's awful. Like he's, he's like terrible. full of himself. He's walking on water. Like he thinks he's Jesus. Like, like I'm so I was so over him. And then uh, Roxanne, we mentioned Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill plays Roxanne's like cameraman partner, uh, named Hal. And Hal is a guy that is like that. Yeah, um, he's if like you are not a man. You know exactly what that means. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he like asks Roxanne out, and she's like, "I'm busy," and he's like, "Okay." Uh, also, I booked a wedding photographer in case like we want to take pictures. No big deal. I'm gonna leave my door open if you want to come over later. Um, mm-hmm. we should totally hang out. And then like when she's like, "No." He's like, yeah, of course. And he walks away and does like the nice key thing. He's like, oh, you're so fucking stupid. Why would you do? Why would you think that? Like, so she can hear, <laughs> you know, like clearly so she can hear. Yeah, um, exactly. It's it's like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone you're probably very familiar with. Yes, you, you probably know someone just like that. Uh, his full name is Hal Stewart, so like his he's is named it after really? two. Yeah, oh Hal Stewart. God. So he's named after two separate Green Lanterns, oh Hal Jordan God. and John Stewart. And there's never oh. there's not <laughs> there's not another Green Lantern reference in the movie. Like they just picked a superhero and like mashed two superheroes and mashed their names together. But yeah, <laughs> his name is Hal Stewart. <laughs> Wow. I wonder, do you, did the creators movie hate Green Lantern? They might have. Like, Hal, Hal, is, Hal is the bad guy. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, he's the actual bad guy. He sucks. He's the worst. He's such a creep. Like, yeah, I don't know if they just, like, hated Green Lantern or what. There's, like, no other digs at Green Lantern through the rest of the movie. Like, That's he, a there's pretty not a big lo- one, though. <laughs> that is a pretty big dig to name your, like, movie villain after. Like, because they could have easily been, like... Barry Wayne, or yeah. um, I Bruce think Kent. <laughs> I want to say Metro Man's actual name. I think his name is like Wayne something. Do they ever say his name? I don't think they do, but I think I read that in the trivia. Oh, yes. Um, Metro Man's civilian name, according to the script, is Wayne Scott. Huh. So after oh, another Green Lantern, because yeah. like Bruce Wayne, Alan Scott, who's the first Green Lantern interesting did did someone like green lantern did someone hate green lantern <laughs> someone was just really into green lantern also does megamind have a civilian name or is he just megamind i think he's just megamind interesting yeah that i guess that makes sense because like they all just call him megamind throughout um including like when he makes friends they call him megamind so i get you assume he doesn't have another name to give them it, yeah exactly um like the two planets at the beginning are called um mega i think it's mega planet and metro planet 
<laughs> so the two planets that explode, so Megamind's planet is called... They don't explode. They get sucked into a black hole. Oh, they get sucked into a black hole. Sorry. Which is, uh, I mean, not any different than... <laughs> it. They are gone. Uh, I think it's just, they're more gone than exploding. Because <laughs> <laughs> exploding would insinuate there's like pieces or something. They are like erased. It, as far as we understand black holes, they are erased from existence. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> uh... That is extremely interesting because as the movie progresses, uh, Megamind has a way to like look like other people, and mm-hmm. he he like he goes to Metro Man's like uh, uh, museum of awesomeness about how awesome he is, and he like runs it's 2010. into 2010. <laughs> he runs into an employee, panics. De- he has dehydration ray. That's his mm-hmm. like villain like uh, specialty, I guess. <laughs> um. And he impersonates this employee and then runs into Roxanne afterwards uh, and starts like a weird double life as like this employee befriending Roxanne, who I don't think he ever frees from being dehydrated. He does in the after credit scene. There's an after credit scene where oh, he I like watch the after credit scene because I rented yeah, it and I didn't want it to like end so I could like watch it again. <laughs> yeah, he like um, put like Minion's like going to go like do the laundry and like it, the washing machine opens up because like bernard which is the guy's name had been dehydrated and they put him in the washing machine and he rehydrated in the washing machine (laughs) incredible so he doesn't but he does get dehydrated yeah or rehydrated (laughs) rehydrated he does come back so he's not they had to do that to be like he's not dead you know it's like at the end of monster house where everyone in the house eats crawls back through the yard anyway (laughs) i don't see monster house that sounds it's not oh it's not good but like the house eats people and like that sounds the movie, terrifying they had to confirm people weren't dead that yeah, sounds like, like it was aggressively eating it looks like a, a, the house has a uvula oh <laughs> <laughs> it, it's eating people it's digesting people and then it's like so like last second like someone was like oh mr spielberg we have to have are people. these people are these people dead well no Okay, so we have to show them. We have to show them living. So they just It was that early F or was that early scented for rating and they're like, Why is this PG thirteen? You killed like a lot of people. Oh. What if they weren't dead? Okay, man, I'm just saying it looks like you killed a lot of people. Yeah, it's like that house digested them. We established the house eats people. Anyway, back to Megamind. <laughs> Um, but I um, enjoy it because it, it gets to this idea of, like, what makes someone a villain or a hero? And also, like, does the world create its bad guys? Which in the real world is absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about, like, it's just all about, like, subverting, like, expectations. Like, Megamind is, like, only can see himself as the villain. Mm-hmm. And then his, like, kind of transformation into the superhero is, like, very gradual. Yeah. Well, There's a he's line. Like... Yeah, go ahead. No, you go. Sorry. Um, there's a line from Metro Man, and I gotta remember exactly what the quote was. Oh god, about destiny. Yeah, where it, and I was like, this is like weirdly, um, weirdly poignant. Like for it is this- weird because when they uh, so Metro Man's not actually dead. Um, yeah, oh, he's not dead. Don't worry. You there's this, and then when I saw the scene, I like remembered that scene. Specific- I was like, I've seen this scene before. This scene exactly. Um. They, like, find his Fortress of Solitude to try and figure out, like, what his weakness was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, like, there. He's, like, hiding out like he's Elvis. Because he, he has a lot of Elvis motifs to him, too. Yeah. Uh, 
he's like hiding out the way people talk about like elvis is hiding somewhere in a bathrobe or whatever the like folk tale goes uh and he gets caught and he's like yeah uh i realized we had done this same song and dance for like way too long and i was fucking over it so i faked my death yeah uh the funny thing uh, his hideouts in the school um which i thought Shul, which I thought was really funny because it really gave me like parallels to when, you know, like those jocks in high school that never like oh go my God, beyond right. their school years. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, whoa, is this intentional? Because that's, oh, that's so funny. You're right. Like, um, um, and yeah, during this scene, um, Metro Man, like he has a line where like, you know, like heroes, it's, it's something about like heroes come when you need them. And yeah, then Megamind. Whenever, whenever evil. Yeah. Whenever there is evil, heroes will rise up to stop it. It's something like that. Yeah, and Megamind replies, like, because at this point in the film, Megamind has... He, like, determined that he needed to have a superhero to fight to be happy. And so he, like, accidentally makes Hal a superhero. Which is the worst person. The worst person. Hal is, like... I have superpowers now, and now Roxanne will love me. Yeah. Straight up. like Straight up. Finishes his superhero training with Disguise Megamind, and goes to Roxanne and is like, Hey, what's up? Uh, Do you want to be I bought you flowers. I brought you the whole thing. She's And Roxanne at this point had just figured out that Megamind created a superhero. Like, Mm -hmm. literally seconds before, because she is the smartest woman in the world. Uh... And she's like, hey, we need to talk because I think Megamind made you. And that's like, we like, it's for something we should talk. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's talk. I should save you a few times before I ask you out. And he like throws her off a building. Yeah. It's like a perversion of like the Superman Lois Lane, like flying through the city in like the 70, mm-hmm. 77 movie um, where it's like incredibly stressful and rocks it's not romantic and roxanne hates it like yeah he's like this must be thrilling for you and he like throws her off a building then he like drops her and he's like oh, saved your life <laughs> it's it's like horrifying it's because i t- yeah i i did not look up who was on the writing team i'm sure given it was 2010 it was mostly men but they had to talk to, i don't know if they talked to tina fey because tina fey is roxanne yeah uh, about her experience as a woman because it feels like a like hyper exaggerated way if like men like that got superpowers how they would treat women because mm-hmm. it's how they act of like oh well i got you in a situation you should love me now and it's like well it was your fault you put me there yeah you, it's like you took me to that party with those like dangerous people you mm-hmm. left me after our date like downtown or whatever or you like had this fight with me and kicked me out of the house like that's why i was out in the rain you don't get points for coming picking me up it was your fault yeah exactly it's like terrifyingly familiar there's also like the ramp up to from when Hal gets his powers to when you realize like something's very wrong. It's mm-hmm. like a subtle, it's like not subtle if you know, but like it ramps up slowly. So it kind of yeah. starts from like him being like, um, oh, Roxanne will kind of like someone kind of likes me, blah, blah, blah. And then there's like a scene where like Megamind, who um, has convinced Hal that he is a space dad. Yeah, his space who's given dad. His, his space dad was giving him his powers. Space dad's like, they're talking about um, girls girls and that stuff. And um, it shows that Hal mentions like, oh, yeah, I've got like my eye on someone I like right now. And Megamind's like, oh, neat. Because he does not know that Hal is using his faraway supervision to look through Roxanne's window. Literally, yeah, literally be watching Roxanne like in her apartment, like hanging mm-hmm. out. And it's like, ooh, um, that's. Ooh. Yeah, it's. T- it's terrifying right uh because mm-hmm. i feel like until that part you're like 
mate like i was like i didn't know how this movie was going to shake out you know i was like oh well maybe this will end up helping hal question mark right because like megamind's trying to teach him to be metro mm-hmm. and hal just doesn't have that in him no that he's like, not like he's not like a good person it's kind of like the thing with like the captain america and like the super soldier serum is that like getting the powers only elevates like the negative aspects of a person so like mm-hmm. they needed to find you know the right person because if you just mm-hmm. give it to anybody like it's just gonna it's gonna elevate the negative parts yeah, and it's not it, gonna automatically make them good yeah it it amplifies what's already there right mm-hmm. so in oh you haven't seen fucking Winter Soldier, have you no i didn't watch all of it i kind of know the gist though so don't worry about spoilers no. well like in that right in fucking winter soldier uh uh shitty captain america i forget mm-hmm. i forget his name entirely and like who he that is guy life. that guy yeah. he gets in he it, he be, he kills someone he becomes a monster yeah. he like smack like he hits people with the shield and they he dead li- he literally bashes someone's head in like mm-hmm. uh and he, when he gets like, he's on like a tribunal for it. He's like, well, I'm the good guy. Um, and that's what Hale is like. Hale is like that with Roxanne. He like takes her to the top of Metro Tower and is like trying to ask her out. And he's like, I have powers now. We can be together. You're you're supposed to be with me. You're supposed to want to be with me. I'm the good guy. I get the girl. Yeah. And it's like, uh, Roxanne was never even with Metro Man. Yeah. she. Yeah. They find out that later. Like Roxanne is on a date with fake Bernard, who is Megamind. And she's like, can I tell you something? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I was never with, Me- with Much Man. And he's like, but everyone said, she's like, everyone said it. Uh, it seemed easier, you know, everyone just assumed it, but I was never interested. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's that, it's that thing. And I think that's like, there's this like shift in Megamind then. Cause like no one's treated like a Roxanne, like a person up until yeah. Megamind as Bernard. Cause Megamind knows it's like treated as not a person. Cause everyone treats him as just like a villain his whole life. Even when he was a kid just trying to like make friends he like showed up and perfect baby was there who he remembered from being a baby right <laughs> yeah because they crash like they crash into each other when they're in space and like metro man ends up going on the course where megamind was supposed to go yes uh and he's like oh this guy has a bunch of friends by like the first scene is like metro mine using his heat ray to make popcorn mm-hmm. and megamind's like oh i'll make popcorn and then people like me because i have I have powers, quote unquote, because I'm so smart. Yeah. And I forget how it goes wrong. I think it explodes. Yeah, he just like heats it up. He So he gives Minion like a little, his first like, because Minion's just a little fish in a bowl. And he mm. gives Minion his first like mech suit so he can walk around. And then Minion right. has like a laser and he like hits the popcorn and it explodes. And it's so. treated like he did something bad and he gets put mm-hmm. in the corner. And he's like, that's when I learned that heroes get stars and vil- and bad guys get put in the corner of timeout and it's like oh my god because he You're tries it kid. he tries like three or four different ways to like make people like him mm-hmm. um and every time like it goes awry right because he's a kid and he's super smart but it's like if you made your first volcano as for science fair like it probably didn't go great no <laughs> mine um collapsed in on itself like an implosion like went I don't know if that noise came through the microphone that I just made. Yeah, I never made a volcano. Um, So I hate it. I did science fair once in a group because my school it was like in fifth grade, you did it in a group like to get you ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then in sixth grade, you like did it for real. And I had it in my I was like, I 100 percent do not, cannot and will not be in science fair. And the only way you can get a science fair 
is if you test it into the science Olympiad. And so I was, for some reason in my head, I was like, that seems easier to be in a science fair year round than to do one project. (laughs) Austin, what? So I got into science Olympiad and then I didn't have to do it. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing science. I am not doing science fair. I'm a scientific Olympiad. Uh, So (laughs) it's like, like, this is easier. (laughs) Yeah. So instead I like built robots and learned how to do like forensic science and shit in sixth grade. I uh, learned I learned like advanced physics to make catapults like that was like this seems easier right <laughs> <laughs> than doing what what's easier making robots and advanced catapults or doing one baking soda volcano for the science fair <laughs> you be know. the judge yeah I'm oh, looking back I'm like Siri <laughs> sorry Siri started yelling <laughs> I'll tell you the answer you fool it's okay Siri <laughs> Siri, um, can you can you tell me you love me? Siri? Siri <laughs> Now Siri's quiet. Um uh. So yeah, so it's very much like uh like Megamind uh talks about like he talks about Roxanne, he's like, you know, he was always picked last. Like not only was he always picked last, like they show a dodgeball scene where he's picked last and then the dodgeball is like everyone throwing balls at him specifically. Yeah, it's like the game is not like like they're dividing teams to like go play a normal ass game of dodgeball. The game is throw the balls at the guy who doesn't get put on the team. Yeah, and <laughs> then he builds a de- he builds a device so he doesn't get hit, and then he gets like he gets in trouble for like throwing the balls at him. Yeah, and it's like this is self defense. Have you ever been hit with a dodgeball? Like, they hurt, Jesus. and they they had the big ones. They didn't have the little ones. No, and you can just hear like that boom noise, and it's like. And he talks, he's like, he's like, you know, I was never picked on a team. I was always put in the corner. I had no friends in school. And Roxanne's like, oh, I wish I would have gone to school with you because that sounds like those kids were mean. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> I was like live texting Brent. I was like, man, I can't believe I want Megamind to date Roxanne. Right? It's like, <laughs> or at I least can't be friends, I... right? Like, even if they don't yeah. date. Like, it was just like, he, the only other friend he had was Minion. And then he had Brainbots. Um, mm-hmm. But even Minion, like, didn't treat him like a person. Yeah, Minion uh, was like... Given to him to like help him. Yeah, at least until the end, uh, where like they become like mutual, like on the same level. Yeah, Uh, because him and Minion have a big blow, like the big blowout fight of the movie. He has two back to back. He has Mm -hmm. one with Minion, then he has one with Roxanne. When she finds out like the truth, it like TMTM. Yeah, (laughs) because like the whole time Roxanne's been dating quote unquote Bernard from the museum, and um, they're at a fancy restaurant. Um, and they lean in and they're kissing for the first and time. She accidentally turns off his hollow device, which shouldn't be so easy to turn off, but it is. Yeah. She just touches his hollow device watch that, um, keeps up the hologram and it turns off and everyone in the restaurant around them just like slowly starts like freaking out. And then yeah. like Roxanne pulls back and she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. She leaves and she's like, why did you lie to me? Why did you make me like you? Why would you do this? And he just looks at her with this face of like, like, I needed someone. And she's like, you didn't think I'd ever be with you, did you? Which hurts. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck, lady. Come on. Yeah. Come. Oh, I'm like, you know, I'm like, fair. He did lie yeah. a lot. Like he a lot. He has kidnapped <laughs> you a lot. And usually, you know, he does. He This would be like a bit. And he did take over the city. But. But. <laughs> You haven't seen the movie I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, you have. You don't have all the information, lady. He's actually pretty cool. 
<laughs> and so I think it, I don't, I love because move. I was telling him, I was like, I can't wait for like the big climax for like they fight. And I wasn't expecting him to fight with Minion first because Minion's like, hey man, she's not going to like you. And he's like, Minion, go fuck yourself. He's like, I am literally your best friend and I'm letting you know when she finds out it's going to be bad. And he's like, get out. And Minion's like, all right. And he just fucks off to a hotel somewhere. Yeah. And he comes home and he's like, Minion, I'm sorry. And Minion's like, not there. He's, he <laughs> like doesn't know, to, like Minion's gone for real. He, like, assumed Minion would come back. Uh, yeah. And then he essentially goes to die. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to do what I know best, which is to fight the superhero. Um, And so he, like, goes to do that. But, like, Hal is unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hal is, like, not, doesn't show up. And he goes to, he goes to Hal's apartment because he knows where Hal is. Because, again, he gave Hal powers. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been to his apartment. Um, As Space Dad. <laughs> Space Dad and Space Stepmom, which is Minion, with an apron uh, on. And Space he's like, Stepmom. he's like, hey, where were you? And he's like, oh, Megamind, I wanted to talk to you. And he's like, yeah, man, you were late? What the hell? He's like, yeah. And Megamind's like, hey, what's all this stuff? And Hal's like, it's not mine. <laughs> I've been stealing. He's and like, Megamind's we should take just... over the city together. together. And then Megamind, like raises up his heckles because he's like i didn't get the girl this is fucking boring and megamind's like that's because i took the girl haha ha. and Hal's like oh i'll kill you literally like flat yeah. out like megamind's like we fought you gotta work on your banter take me to jail and Hal's like no nah, i think the morgue he's just gonna straight up murder him <laughs> megamind's like whoa <laughs> that's not how this game works yeah excuse me no we play the game we do the dance we go home we eat chocolatey cake yeah yeah uh eventually the city eventually sees how fighting megamind and mm -hmm. megamind like fucks he, he like gets away and people are like ah we've been saved by the new superhero and he's like whoa i'd say in a new management yeah he's like i have just now taken over the city so things are gonna be worse <laughs> yeah absolutely worse uh yeah because what so... did Megamind do while he was, like, in charge? He Nothing. cleaned up he the trash. The <laughs> there was no crime because, like, in theory, right, like, Megamind in this in this setting, uh, any criminal, like, would quote-unquote answer to him, right? Because he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, head chief. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Um. So there's, there's no crime because no criminal wants to cross him because he runs the city now. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not stealing from the city, I'm stealing from Megamind, and he's a supervillain. Like, yeah. I'm some, like, cat burglar, like, he's gonna turn me into a dehydration cube. Exactly. And, like, really all Megamind does while he's in charge is he returns a bunch of the stuff, like, the art that he stole to the museum. Yeah, he, like, he steals a bunch of stuff, and then Roxanne is like, man, I miss the city being normal, and Megamind makes the city even more perfect for yeah. her. Like, they go to a park, like, they're biking in the park, the funny thing is, like, Megamind as Bernard has like a blue helmet on, like that looks oh, I like Megamind. Yeah, he's got Roxanne's got like a purple one, but then like Bernard has like a blue one that's the same exact shade as Megamind's skin. And that's I hilarious. Like, that's I love neat. Stuff like that. Yeah. So then they're like going through the park, and Roxanne's just like, "I used to go to this park when I was a kid, and now it's just full of garbage." And then it just like cuts to like Minion and Megamind dehydrating all the trash in the city. And Minion's like, why are we cleaning up? And he's like, we don't want to fight uh, our hero in a, in a, a garbage in dump. In a dump. <laughs> Not that my sweet, lovely, maybe girlfriend said that she hates the trash, so I'm going to get rid of it for um, her. It's really interesting because when Megamind and uh, 
Metro Man like talk again later. It's weird because they make it seem like they're like friends, which is like something I accept in superhero comics, right? Like when yeah. like when like Batman and Joker t- or when Joker is like, why am I not invited to Batman's wedding? We're like best friends. I'm like, I mean, fair, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Uh, it's like, you know, um, like Doofenshmirtz and Perry. Exactly. Right. It's like that kind of like there is an intimacy in being arch rivals. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot about each other in like ways that no one else does. Yeah. But it's weird because I'm like, but Metro Man's an asshole. You've been like an yeah. asshole to him since you were kids. Like you were never like, he's like little buddy. And I'm like, it wasn't like you were like, hey guys, we should like him. And all the other kids are mean and there's nothing you could do. Like you, you actively were an asshole. Yeah. It's kind of like school bully turned like weird, weird love, hate relationship. Like even yeah. if they like, you know, like don't get along the fact that they know probably um megamind knows the most knows the most about metro man you mm-hmm. know like because metro man doesn't have any friends yeah you know he, like they he both, has people they both have yeah. in common that they have no friends and they're trapped yeah they know more about each other than anyone else does mm-hmm. it's so, an interesting dynamic <laughs> i don't know it was it's a damn good movie uh if so you, good you went made through all this and hadn't seen it i employed to go watch it uh it's really cool. I there's a few things you left out that like there's a really cool like there's like three times the plot takes like a hook that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Uh there's an after credit scene apparently. I find it hilarious because Bernard's <laughs> like they hint that Bernard's a fucking Mega Mind nerd. Yeah. Because <laughs> Roxanne's like Bernard, like Bernard's like in like cause Mega Mind freaks out because Roxanne gets in and hides again as Bernard in like a mm-hmm. panic. And she's like, Bernard, you have to stay and help me. You know the most about Mega Mind. And I'm like, is Bernard a fucking Mega Mind weeb? You go home and he's got like a Megamind uh, body pillow. Well, because he meets Me- like Megamind runs in and he's like, "Oh, what a bad Megamind cut! That cape looks terrible." Yeah, and Megamind freaks out and pulls. It. He's like, "Oh, you even made a fake dehydration ray! What an amateur!" <laughs> this is this has the same energy as like um, Dolly Parton entering a Dolly Parton look like contest and losing. <laughs> it's like you don't expect to see them right so like uh there's a really good line in the invincible cartoon i'm just thinking a lot about superheroes in the invincible cartoon where Mm -hmm. he meets one of the heroes uh adam e yes and her superhero costume she doesn't wear like a mask like she's just a teenager in spandex and when he sees her in high school and like it clicks like he she's like oh you should probably know like who i am not in like the outfit uh in case you ever need to like save each other He's like, holy mm-hmm. shit, we have Kim together. He's like, how did I not know this? She's like, if you're not looking for a superhero, you don't see a superhero. I mean, it's the Clark yeah. Kent effect, right? Like, people aren't expecting to see Superman, so you don't see Superman. Exactly. You're people like, aren't you're expecting not... to see Tony Hawk on their flight, so you don't see Tony You just see a regular old guy. It's just a dude. You're like, you look a lot like someone. Uh, like, people make fun of that. And I'm like, there's a whole, there's a bunch of psychological research that, like, it is the Clark Kent effect, quote unquote, is very real. Like, if you're not expecting it, your brain's like, doesn't input it. Is that, like... That guy looks like Superman, but he can't be Superman because we're just, like, eating scones, so it's not Superman. Superman would never eat a scone. Yeah, like, Superman doesn't eat scones. Superman, like, flies around and shit. He drinks the rays of the sun. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know what Superman eats. Does he even uh, need to? Who knows? So it is very- I am excited for the Megamind show? Yeah, because, like, the whole premise of the Megamind show, which is that Megamind decides he's going to be, like, an internet influencer- feels very on brand he's a showy guy he loves the showmanship he loves the ba- he loves the game mm-hmm. 
like he loves banter he loves going back like he's like this is what i was made to do was be a super villain and it's like what he's what he's made to do is i think like inspire people because yeah. his story is much more inspiring than like metro man who was like perfect and everything's been perfect forever yeah exactly megamind um, had to like work he had to like prove it to himself that he could be good yeah so i think it's really cool um i went back and forth on like roxanne being with him you know i I, I hope if they do do a cartoon, then there's one room to explore. They kind of bring up, like, their years of ki- of kidnapping her. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in Which movies, is, like, yeah. things, things just kind of have to get, like, wrapped up, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like, that's something that they got to, like, deal with. Like, yeah, you kidnapped me a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> do you know what kind of like, headache you have after, like, sleep spray? Like, <laughs> like I get, like, you know, you had a bad childhood. I'm a I'm a woman. Do you know how terrifying it is to have a bag placed on my head and put to sleep and not remember where I was? Do you understand what that's yeah. like? You She's can't like, do I just that. gotta hope every time that it's just you. Don't don't like, d- like hey, that wasn't okay. <laughs> no. Uh I'm interested to see because it's like now he's like, you know, his things to be a superhero, but like it, this world has one superhero and one villain, and that was it, until he made Hal, and now like there's just him. Are there other like superheroes? Are there, Are there other, other cities? Cities? Are there other pe- is there like a Batman analog somewhere he's gotta deal with? Like in oh the my city God, Brenda, over? Imagine if there's a Batman analog he tries <laughs> to get to be on like his fucking Twitch stream. Yeah, and he's just like, I heard there's, like, another superhero in this town. And he, like, goes over there and he's just like, oh, whoa, this is different from where I live. (laughs) (laughs) And the Batman's like, is that a camera? Uh, Yeah, all of our viewers are watching it now. And just, like, takes the camera. Yeah, you just, like, bam. (laughs) Rexanne just got me that camera. (laughs) She got that for my birthday. (laughs) She's going to be so upset. He's like, what are you talking about? I have a lovely girlfriend named Roxanne. Do you want to see? <laughs> it's like a fold out. Yeah, like a like... bunch of pictures of her. Aww. Oh, God. Megan Knight's God. really good. It's really thanks, good. Thanks, Miss Dorian's for voting for that. Yeah. Like, we still have stuff we want to say about Encanto. Oh, whoa, Brenda. Whoa. whoa. Encanto. Yeah, we will. We I we hear you. We will talk about Encanto at some point. Uh, but we'll probably do more of these like polls too. So I have yeah, th- that w- the poll was really fun. I have a couple other notes that I took, yes, and then please. I'm gonna jump. Then I'm gonna jump into the segment bad trivia. <laughs> yes. Please. Um. Okay, so there's a scene where they're in the schoolhouse, mm-hmm. and they're like at Metro Man's Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. This is like, actually, this is like later. This is after that. There's a scene where Metro Man's like looking at his costume in a glass case and it's oh, on right. a mannequin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't help but notice. And it's like implied like, oh, he's going to put the suit on. He's going to, he's going to realize he's mm-hmm. not the music man, which is his <laughs> new alias. I didn't mention he calls himself the music man now. Um, yeah. And I couldn't help but notice that like it's on a mannequin, but it's mm-hmm. on one of those mannequins that has the metal tops. Mm-hmm. And when it shows him standing in front of the glass case with, like, his costume, like, superimposed in her, the metal top of the mannequin also, like, superimposes on him, and it looks like a like a collar. And I was like, is that intentional? Am I just looking at this movie, like, too closely <laughs> in that he sees his costume as a gauge? <laughs> oh. Like I, I was like. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I just, like, happened. Because I crochet while I do this, and I just happened to look up and be like, mm-hmm. huh. And mm-hmm. then I went back, and I was like, huh. Hmm. I don't know if that was intentional or if they just, you know, happened to pick that type of mannequin that had like that metal top on it. But right. it was interesting 
to say the least. All right, and then the last scene, <laughs> I don't know what this means, and I couldn't figure this out. But mm-hmm. Megamind wears Seals brand shoes. S E A L Z. Yes. Seals brand shoes. Yeah, like Heelys. What is this? They're not like he. Yeah, they're not like Heelys. They're just regular shoes, but there's a seal on the bottom, and yeah. it says Seals. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? Well, I think they're babies. They're made out of baby seal. He's like kids is evil. <gasps> no. Oh yeah, he does. Does he say that at one point that his yeah, shoes he says, are made out of babies? He, he says, "My new baby oh, seal my God, shoes." I'm, I just completely missed that. Yeah, because he's evil, so he makes shoes. He buys shoes out, out of baby, baby seal seals. because that was like in, around 2010. That was a like whole thing because those videos came out of like people cl- content warning for animal violence right here. Uh, those videos came out of like people like literally clubbing seals for like yeah, there's because they didn't want to ruin the animal skin so they'd like club baby seals like on the head with like with tools instead of like shooting them or stabbing them or whatever like in a more like humane way they'd like club them yeah and for some reason we made that into kind of a meme yes we've come a long way yes that yet was, we haven't no <laughs> that was like a whole thing that was like i eat like i eat baby seal like the way they like show you were evil mm-hmm Okay, I totally missed that. I just like happened to look up and like they show the bottom of his shoe and it's got like a seal on it. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. What's with the seal on the shoe? Got it. Well, I think that can roll right into our bad trivia segment. This is the part of the show, which we haven't done before, but I'm doing right now, where I read off some of the bad trivia that was um, available on Amazon slash IMDb TV. Where I watched this movie. Incredible. In which it like will pop up like, here's a trivia about this specific scene. And I read through them all. And let me assure you, most of them are bad. I, re- <laughs> I really liked this one from scene four. It's got a picture of J.K. Simmons. And it says, this scene references Spider-Man 2002. Um, J.K. Simmons' role as the prison warden plays tribute to his J. Joma Jim Jamison role. <laughs> you want to try that again? Yes, J. Jonah Jameson. There you go. (laughs) I did it. It only took me two tries. Um, And then the immediate next trivia says, this scene references J.K. Simmons' role as the prison warden in Oz. Oh, sorry. As the prison warden, alludes to his role as a prisoner in Oz. Which is it? So you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta pick one of them. Like, J.K. Simmons is in this movie as a prison warden. I don't think it's a reference to anything. I think J.K. Simmons just has a very voice like that. Yeah, I don't think, like, because J. Jonah Jameson is a a newspaper guy, and then he played a prisoner in Oz. It's not the same role, so... He just, like, is an actor, and, like, that'd be like saying, like, uh, Tom Holland's role as Nathan Drake is a reference to... His role as Spider-Man because he jumped. Yeah, he jumped this one time. <laughs> Incredible! Like when he jumps out of the helicopter, it's an allusion to the end season of the end scene of Spider-Man: Homecoming, in which he jumps out of a cargo plane. You know, like yeah, like that's the you're just saying words. We all have actions. I was curious like, how this trivia would be because it, you were like trivia, and I'm like, is this a movie that has a lot of trivia? And it sounds like no, and they were grasping. They were grasping. Here's another one. General trivia, scene 35. Before Megamind <laughs> goes to Hal Stewart's apartment, he passes a speed limit sign that says 69. Nice. That's the trivia. That's it. <laughs> Fascinating. Oh, here's another good one. Some I mean, of the I enjoy film- that one. <laughs> yeah. Some of the film's score sounds eerily similar to that of the soundtrack from The Incredibles. I didn't get that feeling. 
Incredibles know, doesn't no. That isn't that's just not tr- this soundtrack is like mostly licensed music. Yeah, like there are and I took a tally of this, there's 11 licensed roughly 11 licensed songs in this movie. Like good, all good, really? Like it all fits Which, really well, but Yeah, Megamind is a huge ACDC fan. Yep. Uh he you plays know. ACDC for a lot of the times he shows up for a fight. Mm-hmm. Um he does have a really cool line to Hal when he shows up to like save the day. And Hal's like, there's not room for two supervillains in this city. And Megamind's like, oh, sweetie, there's only one super... You're a villain, but you're not super. And Hal's like, what do you mean? And then the brain... Megamind has these brain blasts that <laughs> form into his face. And then open, and he walks down his own tongue. He's like, presentation. And I'm like, yeah, no, that that is true. That's pretty fucking baller, I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, really? He's all about the presentation. It's great. And it's, he's, well, he walks into ACDC's, like, Back in Black, I think, or like Ride the Lightning or something. I think I think it's Back in Black. It's, it's an ACDC song for sure. Is it Thunderstruck? Wait. Maybe Thunderstruck. He, he plays so many. Yeah, there's there's a lot of music. But then uh, what's the sad song he plays? Oh, that's like Love You. Is it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that song is actually called, but <laughs> that song's in here a couple times. Um, and then he does, like, Mr. Blue Sky before Guardians of the Galaxy did it. So suck oh, it. Oh, it's just, wow, we're, I feel so, it's called Love on You. Oh my god. Who's it sung by? Yeah. Uh, Minnie Ripton. Never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, she is, I know it's an older song. Uh, yeah. It's from the 70s. She's an older black singer. I think Ooh. it got remade in the 90s when we were growing up by someone else. Ah. And that's why we know it so much. And then, like people went back to her version kind of thing. Like, people, like, heard the new version and then, like, rediscovered the old version. So now, like, people our age know the song. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's my sidebar. Uh, yeah, so it has a lot of... I'm a sucker for good licensed music. Also, this yeah. insinuates that this is in our world. Yes, this, so this... I mean, it takes place in Michigan, so... Yeah, it's in Michigan. ACDC exists. Megamind's a fan. Mm-hmm. Which opens up a lot of possibilities for this cartoon. That's all I'm gonna say. If he's gonna be God. an influencer, yeah, I hope they really just like they seize gotta the get opportunity. celebrities, right? Like you gotta, gotta, if you're gonna be, they gotta. Which is always funny to me when like it happens in our world. I'm like, who will be the person that's brave enough? When it happens in our world, they get celebrities and they get the person playing the character to also be themselves. Yeah, because <laughs> there's so much potential there. It's like my favorite bit from Sweet Like of Zack and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Tinsel's like, I feel like I look like Sharpay, and everyone's like, I don't see it. And they cast yeah. London to Sharpay when they do High School Musical. Yeah, they like, like, put on a production so of High School Musical. Funny. And like, fucking actual Sharpay doesn't get to be Sharpay. It's so, I was like, it was, it's so, so incredibly funny to me. It's like deeply funny to me when that happens, and it's such <laughs> yeah. a low hanging joke, but I'm like, but you did it, and other people can't because it's you. Like, yeah. only you in this role can make this joke. Exactly. This is, it's so good. Because <laughs> a lot of things have to line up just right for you to be, to, to pull it off. And mm-hmm. it's, it's good. I love it. I want Megamind to interview Will Ferrell on like a spoof of Between Two Ferns. That's like be- Between Two Minds or something. <laughs> yeah, please. That'd be so good. Um, what other trivia? Oh, this is the seventh best selling DVD of 2011. I am impressed by that, actually. I'm surprised we were still selling DVDs in 2011. <laughs> That's probably why it's the seventh best-selling DVD in 2011. Um, 
my favorite thing is Guillermo del Toro's attached to this movie question mark? Yeah, he's in the credits as like a story consultant, but he was only on the project for like three weeks to like zhuzh it up at the end. Like he just I did gotta, some like editing I adjustments. Have, I like have to know what he did. Because, like, the movie's done three weeks before release. It's it's an animated movie. This movie is well done. They are not reanimating yeah. stuff. It, it, you can't it fix over. anything. It's just sheerly just, like, editing and, like, keeping the, the edit snappy. Like, that's all you're doing right? at this point. Like, which, which is, is which important. Is, but also that late in the animation project, we both know, like, that's, like, late, right? Like, that's, yeah. like, we've already done that and, like, polished everything we're going to use. And anything we weren't going to use, we stopped animating and is not polished. So it's just, and like, then- purely cutting stuff yeah we felt compelled to bring in guillermo del toro to like help cheap no i mean this is this pre or post pacific rim pre 2010 is pre pacific rim come out this is pre pacific rim it's a little cheaper but this is definitely post pan's labyrinth yes so he definitely has buzz at this point he's probably working on pacific rim at least in the background like getting a team together and pitching it yeah i wonder is who made this like what studio legendary so it's not like it was like a dreamworks movie and he Mm -hmm. was just around like but like they specifically were like (laughs) someone was like we need to call gamel del toro for i don't know this isn't like in his wheelhouse no this is a superhero movie like we haven't done a superhero movie he didn't do superhero movie he didn't do animated movies that i can think Uh -uh. unless he did one i don't know about he has one coming out soon. He, like, worked on, like, Book of Life a little bit, but he wasn't, like, it wasn't his movie. Yeah, like, this is, like, so, who in the room was, like, Guillermo del Toro can fix this? And what was the problem? I need to know what he fixed. <laughs> what was wrong with this movie? <laughs> I wonder if he, I, my only thing I can think about, I wonder if he changed that last hook. He might have. Because, like, that really makes the movie honestly tbh but if he but if he changed that last hook then like the whole movie had a different ending before in which case they animated a lot in three weeks which is impossible yeah that's a lot of like work in three weeks you gotta like voice actors and blah 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 and bang right. and and you have you know, and like this is tina fey and will ferrell in 2010 like they're not available they're like yeah, busy. yeah and brad pitt like <laughs> oh yeah like they're not they're not just like hanging out they're like no. doing shit you can't they're... just be like hey we need you to come in and re-record this and bear Prince mm-hmm. gonna laugh at you on the phone and hang up <laughs> yeah so busy um okay so this is this was the least expensive dreamworks animated film released in 2010 costing nice. 130 million to make when compared to 165 million for how to train your dragon and um i guess it also costs 165 million to make shrek forever after so it had a like a significantly lower budget than the other ones and i think might be the significantly best movie who knows (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty up in like modern dreamworks films like taking out the kind of like i feel like unbeatables like prince of egypt and road of el dorado Mm -hmm. like you just can't touch those uh of like your shreks and dragons and i never seen guardians but like guardians and stuff like eh. it's it's pretty fucking up there yeah. I just know Guardians is really popular on Tumblr, and I know Tumblr is kind of dead to me, so I don't care if P- Tumblr people hear this and they're mad, but... Yeah, Guardians was not a good movie, you know? There you go. I'll say it. I'll get it. up on my... Li- I saw it in theaters, and I was just like, where's the whimsy? Yes, it has a Tumblr it. sexy man in it, but, like, <laughs> you can find another one. <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. 
Just you wait. Please. Lorax comes out in two years, and you're going to lose your fucking minds. <laughs> this podcast is broadcasting to the past. This is a past. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm talking to 20, 2011 Rise of the Guardians fans. You just wait. The Onceler is coming. <laughs> That's going to change your whole life. You your whole connoisseurs, different now. your whole whole connoisseurs of the Tumblr man, sexy aesthetic, aesthetic. Jesus, Christ. Yeah, that's what. It, thank you, Austin. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I, it, I got your back. I still have more bad trivia than I'm done. Please. The curtains simulated on the movie were large, ranging in size from 58 feet, 81 feet, and 400 feet tall. Austin, isn't that great information? Who, what, what fucking intern was forced to watch Megamine and made to hit, like, we need 40 trivias for Megamine. They're like, there's not 40 trivias. We need 40 trivias for Megamine. Okay, I guess I could, like, freeze frame and extrapolate the height (laughs) of the people (laughs) and figure out how big the curtains are. Right, because that's like, you have to to be like, how tall is, like, I'd rather know how tall is Megamind, because that's what you need to know, how big the curtains are. You're you're judging off of the height of the people. Exactly. I was like, I'm not paying attention to the size of the curtains in this film. Like, I never look at the curtains. All right, and here's my last bit of bad trivia. This is mostly just in how this one is worded, because it's, like, perplexing. Both this film and Megamind, The Button of Doom, which was a short release a little bit later after it was packaged with the DVD, have songs that include the words bad and bone. For this film, Megamind, Bad to the Bone by George Thorogood and the Destroyers, and the latter, Bad Bones 3 by Cliff Strustel. (laughs) (laughs) Features songs with the word bone in them. That's a fact! I guess. (laughs) I can feel the pain of the employee who was tasked with giving this trivia. They're like, I think both of the songs say bone. Is that, is that anything? Is that a fact? Is that trick? Is bone? Is that, does this count as a fact? And then like the person they're asking is just like, I don't know, but your deadline was 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Why do I have to do, why are we doing this? No one's going to want to watch Megamind with pop-up trivia. There's also just like a sheer ridiculous amount of, this took, like there's so many that I did not put in here because like they're mostly asinine and ridiculous. (laughs) And like usually a movie will have like a couple, like a couple dozen, maybe. There's there's, like a hundred of these. It took me like 20 (laughs) minutes to read through them all. There's a point where I was just like, is this worth it as a bit to read all of these? And Brenda (laughs) said yes, apparently. I I said yes, and I like trudged on, and I just kept going, and here we are. And that was never, never ever doubt the love Brenda has for you, dear listener. (laughs) Megamind. Please watch it. Please watch Megamind. Don't make this all for naught. This was really like the beginning. Okay, well, wait. The beginning. Wait, B- when did B-Movie come out? Okay, B-Movie's already out. The- yes. B-Movie was like, and Shark Tale were like, DreamWorks not doing well. But, and mm-hmm. over the hedge. and But they managed to get it back together and make some quality films, such as How to Train Your Dragon and Megamind. But really, it was all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> they released like that last Shrek movie, Shrek the Fourth, and then they released, and then nobody cared about Puss in Boots, and nobody cared about 
I mean, I guess... Oh, yeah, that was a movie. Rise of the Guardians did awful at the box office, and your Tumblr sexy man money didn't save it, so... <laughs> there you go. This, this is just a good movie, and I think it got buried because it came out so close to, to How to Train Your Dragon, and if it had been released in a year by itself, where it didn't have to compete with its own studio, yeah. I think it could have been... like it. It could have been like the next big thing. It could have been like we could have theme park rides based on Mega Man. We could have Mega Man. What? Mega Man. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't done that earlier. And maybe I have. You know, Mega Man doesn't get represented in like there's the big DreamWorks water park at the American Dream Mall. He's not there. And he's not like at the DreamWorks indoor theme park in mm-hmm. um, Dubai. He's not there. And mm-hmm. in the DreamWorks area at any of the Universal parks, especially, I think, Beijing is where Universal Studios is in China. He's not there. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, he gets relegated to, like, the the pit that is the hell in which the B-movie <laughs> resides. <laughs> it's but people really... Like, but people like B-movie. People like B-movie because it's absurd. And it is fun to watch. So let me let me um, check that back. It gets relegated to the pit of hell that which over the hedge and shark tail exist in. Yeah, that that's absolutely true. I in my head, Megamind was that tier of movie. Yeah, because that's what you would think. That's their reputation. And then they continue to release movies that were also bad, like Home Turbo. Yeah. Have has it, have are those good? I don't think so. I haven't I seen any of them. I haven't seen them. Um, if you are a Turbo stan and you think I should watch Turbo or we should watch Turbo. <laughs> Comment below on our Twitter. <laughs> Treating this like it's I, a YouTube video. Like, like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. I just did a piece on, like, we're on YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> this was lovely. This um, was fun. I love you. and I love you, too. I hope the rest of you have a great day. Or Goodbye, night, everyone. Or afternoon. I don't, I'm not in charge of you. I don't fucking know when you listen to your podcast. I don't know what time it is right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's bye-bye time. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, 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 for listening to the podcast, throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.